You're listening to the Ember Lecturer. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the super smooth sounds of the Emerald Reprobates podcast with myself, Derek. And James. I thought you were going to say super smooth sounds of the 70s like Reservoir Dogs did. No, I wouldn't reference a shit film like that. Uh, I'm saying we're super smooth because we finally got sorted with our microphone predicament. I've ordered wrong microphones, wrong leads, sent stuff back, lied on forms and whatnot, and we are now rocking a couple of brand new AT2020 USB Plus microphones. So hopefully the sound is superior to the previous. The sound will be much better. The content of the sound and what we say, the same old dribble. <laughs> That's the uh, same shit, different bucket. Right, something has been bothering me this week, James. What has been bothering you this week? Uh, something that my brain has been traumatized by in the form of a large Samoan looking man with a weird eyebrow doing weird what the, shit what has the make, rock been up to yeah, San Andreas come on you are there you know how I feel about this I do I've never seen you so confused when you've left the cinema oh god it was it was just one of these films I I'm, I'm I'm rarely speechless but trying to put into words like how bad I felt this film was and how pointless and just how much of it was just needless and made no sense. I, I it, it makes 2012, Day After Tomorrow, it makes all these films seem ridiculously plausible and now somewhat, like they've depth to them or something. Like This film was so hollow, it was unbearable. It was, it was a shockingly bad film, but I expected a shockingly bad film. That's what I went to see and that's yeah, what I got. Well, as I said to you as well, yes, there are, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go see Jurassic World this week. It's not that I'm expecting a shockingly bad film, but I'm expecting a no-brainer. I'm expecting to switch off the noggin, go in with me bag of popcorn, watch the film, be entertained, and leave. Much like I would with a lot of the comic book movies. I'm not looking, I mean, I'm not looking for the next seven, or fucking usual suspects or anything like that. I'm looking for entertainment. But San Andreas, I felt insulted after leaving the cinema. Like, it was that bad. I felt like... You know, after every the, take, the, I could the just rock, pi- the rock. I had trust in you, man. Yeah, I, I did, but this on that, I could just picture the rock and fucking Ian Griffith or whatever you call him, the Welsh lad, um, who makes the most inexplicably implausible bad guy in a film, like for but, the sake of, ha- but I'm no, not really a bad guy. No, that's what I'm saying. Just he a, wasn't a, a dick, but he wasn't even a dick. Self preservation <laughs> is king, man. That's it. Wasn't even his daughter he ran away <laughs> from. It was somebody else's, like so. Yeah. Some bird who you. I have to assume is dead as well. Yeah, I mean he's not being a dick. I mean he's he's just looking after his own. Like, yeah, then the the move where you threw the other guy out in front of the the oncoming ash cloud yes. and hid behind the thing. Fair play to him. Yeah, I'd have done again, it if I thought of it's it. Called survival of the fucking fittest. Um, and the rock is definitely the fittest. He survived it all. Yeah. I mean, where do you start from crash landing helicopters and walking away? Plus, the, the bizarre thing is, did you know it was like when the helicopter crash landed? Nobody around them took any notice to the fact that the helicopter crash landed or no, none of the loot and stopped. A helicopter just crashed yeah. beside you. People know. within the shop didn't even weren't didn't even seem phased that a helicopter had just crashed through the window of the shop. They didn't care. Like, they wanted their big screen TV. What was wrong? Did the director not roar background before he started the fucking shot? Like it was ridiculous. Then the bit where now and you have to agree with me on this 
the two of us actually burst out loud laughing our asses off at the fucking tsunami bit where he's in some shitty single engine fucking dinghy and he's out racing every other boat in the fucking high seas to go up this vertical wall of water the then ding, the dinghy had rock power yeah maybe i had but he's bone dry through all of this then he gets up and starts dodging fucking freight we have 40 foot containers yeah, 40 off foot the freight containers like like he's dodging in a go-kart or something like that. boats don't respond like that it's, it, it was, they do in the rocks in church oh, stop it was just I don't know and I mean and like how, where was this shipment to have been carried in from because I'm pretty sure San Francisco being a bay wouldn't have anything deep enough to house a ship like that that would have brought in uh, the Jurassic Park dinosaurs oh that's true yeah so yeah there you go <laughs> no it was it was uh, yeah, it, it can manage uh, Nick Diaz swimming it um, yeah well, just any water like all the Diaz brothers um, then the a, bit where his daughter a giant lizard has wandered up several times that's very true um, given that his, his daughter is 14 years younger than him in real life yeah okay I, I put that aside because I got to see her running around a lot her big titties bouncing all over and then there was that fascinating by far the best swimming part of the film. scene the swimming scene was the best part of the film and you really gotta look at those bad boys hanging free but um yeah she's inexplicably old for the rock's daughter and as we found out yeah only 14 years as junior but why the fuck is she Bear grills just because her father's a search and rescue pilot? She seems to know everything about everything for post-apocalyptic living Dude, just because she, her father she, flies a helicopter. She read a couple of Max Brooks books. Yeah, I mean, she runs in, does the whole rotary phone thing, runs into an inexplicably locked-up, closed mm. shop in the middle of a day. Why was the shop closed in the middle of a day? I don't know, the guys are sick. Yeah, you know, but anyway, we'll, <laughs> we'll ignore the fact that his shop was shut, grand. She gets in there, gets herself the rotary phone, plugs it in, rings. I don't know how helicopter phones work. Yeah, and, and how do you know The Rock's helicopter phone number? Yeah, I don't Nobody know. Nobody knows phone numbers these days. Yeah, that, well, that's very true because it's all just punching your phone. Plus, does he have his own helicopter that that's his number? Yeah. Okay, we'll ignore all she, that. Let's let's she, get. Okay, she we'll, types in The Rock. Yeah, we'll give our photographic memory for numbers of every helicopter in the fucking the search and rescue place and that she knows which one he's in grant we'll, we'll ignore all that what i won't ignore is the fact that the rock's phone rings from a random number of some shop from a dial-up mm. phone and he answers it blake like he knows it's his fucking daughter ringing i mean you're taking the piss completely the, the rock is the sixth sense or the seventh sense oh the rock is the fucking seventh son of the seventh son i don't know what the fuck he's got going on but uh it's ridiculous it really was like I said I came out of the film literally feeling insulted I felt dumber than I'd went in but did uh, Paul Giamatti not smarten you up with his hiding under the desk signs no yeah it's like stop drop and roll it was like a 1950s fucking public service announcement um, when the bombs come fall and get under your desk but and yeah don't did, get me started on Giamatti you're out there refreshing my memory and how did he get back from the Hoover Dam which has just suffered an earthquake and a flood yeah. to San Francisco or LA in, or wherever the hell he was in a matter of hours yeah and then The Rock couldn't fly there in his helicopter until the next day yeah but not only that the bit where his um, fucking non-union Mexican sidekick is running mm. he plays the hero to Ian Griffith's villain grabs this kid he's running okay he launches the kid as the, the ground's falling from an mm. under him but like he throws the kid to Giamatti who catches her so he's no more than maybe three metres away and yet the bridge then collapses rushes away with water and Giamatti's just standing there Bye. I mean the amount of times people were mere feet 
or meters from complete and utter danger and disaster and weren't phased by it. even the rock how many times either flying boat and i mean it was planes trains and automobiles with a fucking bad wind now it, no matter what vehicle he was in how many times once he just got past danger did he stop to like look back at yeah, said danger danger and oh, yeah, um, selfies out of getting his Instagram yeah, and then on. The bit where they're driving along when they've, they've got the Jeep and there's the old couple flagging them down and they ignore the old couple and keep driving. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, hits the brakes because there's a crevice that must be 50 fucking meters wide. And there's also a flaming garage that's split in half. He's on a pin straight road in the middle of countryside. How did he not see this before yeah. some old couple tried to flag him down? I don't know. No, why didn't he jump it? He's the rock. He would have made it. Yeah, of course he would. He would have been like fucking Johnny or whatever the fuck his name was in Greece too. He could have jumped that shit. No, but it was... Um, or at least landed on the side of his shoulder rolled out the door. It was just the sort of thing where the amount of times they'd done that where people didn't seem to see the peril until it was on top of them and it was just so the camera could give you that dynamic wow pan around and show you what the fuck is yeah, coming like be it water rock, rocks fucking you name it or nothing when mrs rock opened the door of the skyscraper and there was nothing there mm. after she had a meeting with kylie minogue yeah i know uh, funny i did think that that was kylie when i seen it for a bit and then i doubted myself on it but i did when i was looked it up then afterwards i did see if she was listed what a random casting yes kylie minogue and then the dude from arrow as well at the start now he has recently more or less been written out of Arrow, but okay. I mean, is he that stuck that he's going to take a fucking ten minute part in a rock movie? Yeah, you got to be in the rock movie. I suppose, yeah, you got that on your resume. Um, any numbers on this thing? What's it doing? Uh, what was its box office? Well, start. Let's start off with what did this thing cost? Because I can't imagine ten million. Yeah, I was going to say I can't imagine bar wages and a, a, a fake helicopter cockpit everything else had to be just green screen yes there was none of a shot in real time or in a real location the whole thing it's it's it, this is what starts bugging me with these films i might as well be watching a cartoon i know everything i'm seeing bar that person immediately in front of me is fake that's what made mad, mad max special yeah it was that you knew there was a certain roughness and a met head on bungee yes <laughs> But, no, there was, you're dead right, with Mad Max there is, there's just something that can't be captured with CGI, no matter how good CGI gets, you cannot predict how a car is going to bounce or roll or how the dust is going to kick up, you can surmise and you can draft yes. up things, but you can't tell, but go on anyway, I'm interrupting you, hit me with some numbers. It's made 375 million. Right, what did it cost, 110? 110. That's a good return. So you could have San Andreas 2. Don't you know, San Andreas shock. <laughs> Now, wasn't that Tremors was called Aftershock? Yes. They had to buy that name off Tremors, too. Um, I said, no, you could combine the two. Those worms are loose. Now that you've sh- shook up the ground, they can get out easily. Yeah, they're able to come from Mexico the, and the, straight the up. The Rock has Smackdown on these things with Kevin Bacon. Oh, Lord, that's a film. Now, that, that's a film I'd pay to see right there. Kevin Bacon foot loose in <laughs> his way around the Mexico border. Yeah, well, the, the Rock, rock drops elbows and worms. The Rock running from side to side, like just <laughs> dropping elbows on shit. Yeah, well, look at it couldn't be any worse than San Andreas if that was a movie that was made. No. I think you take Godzilla, Pacific Rim, uh, Monsters, mm. Tremors, and San Andreas, and then you've got a movie. So you've Jax, The Sons of Anarchy, The Rock, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, no, they killed off Breaking Bad guy. What's his name? Cranston. Jesse. Cranston, is it? Yes. Yeah. Um, did they keep Dionfle? Yes. Quicksilver, kick ass. 
whatever you want to call him, him. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson uh, yeah it'd be a good cast tell you would. it would be an all star cast fighting worms and Fight, lizards yeah fighting worms waves and lizards I mean <laughs> there's your tagline right yeah. there if, now tell you what if the sci-fi channel is listening you, there you go free of charge just give us a throw us a fucking an EP credit or something like that I don't know we don't want much obvious but you can take that one rotten tomatoes Ah, uh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Critics wise, it's gotta be fucking super low. I'd say fan wise, seventy-ish. Let me guess. I, I'm gonna say critics. I'm gonna put it down in the thirties and fans up in the seventies. No, about around fifty. Really? Yeah. Well, that's somewhat promising from the fan point of view. That at least enough people had the good sense to fucking rate it badly. But I'm very surprised with critics, given that really high marks. Yeah, but they gotta know going into it. It's a film with the rock and yeah the but I knew it was a film with the rock and a disaster movie and a CG orgy but it was still insulting it was that bad like I don't know how much of it ended up on the editing room floor but I got to assume a lot given how bad it was or none of it because considering the expense of putting in all those waves yeah they're like that's a shit scene doesn't matter that scene costs fucking 10, <laughs> 10 grand it stays in but it's 3 seconds of wave doing nothing it stays Um, yeah pretty bad hopefully this week's out and will be better I don't know if you fancy coming along. I want to check out Jurassic World. Yeah, I'll watch the it's, more lizards. It's killing at the box office. As the lads in Entourage would say, it's a monster. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, because the Entourage thing, for some peculiar reason, has that been put back or was that its release date? No, it's next week. Was it put back though? Or I thought no, it's still next week. Okay. No, but I thought it had an earlier release date. But obviously not. Possibly in America, but not here. Ah, okay, fair enough. So, yeah, Jurassic World. Get our teeth into that. No pun intended. The Raptors turn face. Yeah, this is what I want to see because, yeah, the whole scene when I seen like Chris Pratt or on the, the motorbike, the classic bad guys of the Jurassic Park world. Well, in the second movie at least, because uh, in the first one they, they, I oh, know that yeah they kind of the T-Rex, the the T-Rex, yeah, the T-Rex, the, the T-Rex got a bit of a face yeah. torn at the Sne- end. Sneaks up on them. Yeah, uh, yeah. How did they even get? Oh, look, let's not get into the plot holes of these films. Yeah, keep going with our monster movies and. Marky Mark and his brothers. That was a monster. But that was a monster in a good sense. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's I seen it a good few years ago. And um, what year was it? 2005's Four Brothers. Was it five? Yeah. Wow, fuck. I wouldn't Directed have said that. Directed by ago. John Singleton, starred Marky Mark and the brothers. And the funky bunch. Yeah, Andre 3000. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because that was the irony. They were the, the one of the little tippets information saying the, the irony of it was three of the brothers were actual musicians and the fourth brother played a musician. <laughs> Don't know if there was anything there. Well, I'm not giving you Marky Mark as a musician. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you as much musician I'll, as I'll, I will the model. I'll give you Donnie Wahlberg. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Marky. At least he had a couple of records or what have you. Yeah. That had a budget of forty-five million. Um, box office of ninety-two point five. So I mean, it's done okay for itself given what it was. Rotten Tomatoes uh, critics said fifty-three. Users, I would say, more accurately higher with eighty-one percent. I don't know if I'd call it an 81. No. I'd give it a mid-70s maybe. It's, yeah, it's a good movie. Mid-60s to mid-70s. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy anywhere between 70 75. Somebody does Marky and his brother's wrong and they get revenge. Yeah, but it was done in such a way that like there was no born identity bullshit of all the hacking and this. That. It was just raw boots yes. on the ground, kicking ass and taking names and all this sort of crack like and finding out through just pure intimidation and beatdowns how the fuck you know what happened and what have you know, but I enjoyed it I did it was, it was a good movie didn't try to get too intelligent like give it a little twist with the cop being the bad cop but then 
as quickly as he's confronted, he fucking kills his partner, so it doesn't really come out 100%. And also, then, then there was enough of a red herring with the whole Andre 3000 having an insurance policy on the mother and all this sort of crack. But no, I didn't. I would say I enjoyed it. I, I remember, say, I don't know how long ago. I, I'd have to say it wasn't 10 years ago when I seen it. But, um, but I do remember kind of enjoying it and like had absolutely no trouble sitting through it a second time. Yeah, it was grand. It was. Watch well, it. How would you rate it? Uh, Seems as we have to do that nowadays. About six out of ten, mid sixties. Six out of ten. Yeah. I'd go seven. What do you reckon? Will you? Will you come up? Come up one? Yeah, sure. Not. I call it a seven out of ten. Just goes Marky Mark. I don't know. He is. I like to like that guy. He's and the director made Boys in the Hood, so he, he did. He made a few bits and pieces that we've seen. Yeah, Shaft. Yeah. Well, I've never seen it, but yeah, I know of. Now there was something else we've definitely seen. One of the fast. What was? It? Yeah, he made the fast two. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. And there was no. I remember looking through the thing, and there was something else that stood out to me. But anyway, um, yeah. In the original draft, though, they ki- they didn't kill any of the brothers. But then they um, they there was a small rewrite, and they killed off the other fellas. They figured it gave more kind of venom to the retribution the lads wanted, and all this sort of crack. Yeah. Well, he didn't have to kill the brother, but if somebody shoots up the gaff. Yeah, someone tries, should. tries to take your life. Yeah, someone should get fucking, Yeah, but well, some no, but somebody should get hit. Like again, yeah. I did. I thought it added much like Terence. It was a Terence Howard of was, wasn't it? The, yes. Yeah, Terence. Much like him getting shot. It is nice when everybody doesn't come out with unscathed, and you know it's not always. It doesn't all come up roses for the good guy. Yeah. So therefore, like they lost their mother, then they lost their brother, then the cop that was turns out to be the, the kind of the good apple you know the, of the good cop bad cop scenario he gets fucking taken out so it is just left down to them to do their shit like but no it was decent I'll give it, it 7 was. out of 10 we highly recommend yeah or medium, medium recommend look yeah I'd have no qualms saying to somebody yeah you got an hour and 48 minutes well, after the, our run of Box of Doom films yeah right? we were well I mean yeah maybe it is that maybe it's the tallest in a class full of midgets yes. you know maybe it's a case of that it just shone a little bit brighter because of the surrounding fucking dog shit we've had to put up with. But look, speaking of which, grab that box, give it a shake, and uh, new clear microphone shake. Yes, turns out it's deafening people now with the <laughs> <laughs> with the crap inside. The smell of shit banging around. Oh, what's that? Uh, I'm trying to look over. Something with an L. Something with an L. I couldn't read the rest of it. I thought it said leprechaun at one point. <laughs> nope. Okay. Would I have been happier or sadder that it was Probably been happier with a Leprechaun Leprechaun <laughs> Really? Yes Okay you're, you're digging up some stats here for me I presume Alright What have we got? Danny Glover He knocked me down <laughs> <laughs> That's just always going to be my For the rest of my days That's my response when I hear his name And John Cena Oh fuck me sideways Danny Glover and John Cena I, yeah. I, Thankfully I don't have even a guess to give about what this fucking tripe would be. Go on. Uh, it's a film called Legendary. It's a wrestling, high school wrestling film. Right. Uh, John Cena and Danny Glover in it. Nobody knows, seems to say much about it. On <laughs> okay. Made by WWE. Okay. Box office of 200,000. Oh. I'm strongly considering a veto on this. After being bullied, book smart, but not streetwise teenager, Cal joins his Oklahoma high school wrestling whoa, 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 team. hang on. Is John Cena Cal? No. Okay, right, go on. I will listen. I was going to cut you off right there if it was David. Just... As a way to re- reunite with his estranged and wayward brother, Mike. John Cena. Right. His mother, Sharon, 
is not supportive of his decision, especially when he discovers that Mike is coaching his little brother. Uh, yeah, not selling this to me. <laughs> this is not the hard sale I was hoping for. So where's Danny Glover coming to this? He's the principal no or the coach or something. Or uh, seen as old coach. Right. Um. Did you see that recent wrestling movie, Foxcatcher? No. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I've never watched a film about wrestling. I don't know how much I want to see or don't want to see this. Um, given my track record with John Cena in the Marine being the only thing I've seen him in, it's not inspiring confidence to want to sit down and watch him again. And given that WWE have made it, it's, um, it's not really... I don't know. Thinking long and hard. I am long and hard like a fucking... Black man at a mm. fucking bukake. <laughs> well, we'll come back to whether you want to veto it or not. Talk some wrestling with <sighs> the death of Dusty Rhodes. Oh, oh yeah, fucking the, the Reaper, man. He's been busy these last fucking, well, about rolling last, week or two. Week, eight days. Yeah, they're a give or take. If you're listening to this, two weeks. Yeah, he's, he's been he's been getting his, uh, I don't know, what is it that does? He's just comfy, does he touch it? Is he wacky with that sickle? What's the point of the sickle? Is that to actually kill you? Look cool. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe he comes through cornfields when he's <laughs> when he's after lads. Yeah, Dusty Rhodes. A what was he eighty odd? Yeah, sixty nine. Oh, okay, <laughs> close. Uh, <laughs> look, the eighty odd was sixty nine. Okay, what happened to him? I got to imagine heart attack or something. He died. Yeah, died of wrestling, <laughs> as many of them do. He took a fall and uh, was taken to hospital and died of dehydration and kidney failure. Oh. So just general sickness. And Alcoholism, old. that kind of sounds like to me. Uh, he had stomach cancer at one stage. Uh, doesn't really say what he died of. Right, but he did. so just general abuse of the yes. body, we'll call it. General wrestling. Yeah. If 69 as a wrestler, like that's 107 in oh, people yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, wrestling works like dogs. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's maybe five years to a human year in wrestling years. So yeah, that, that guy was fair old. When you think of it that way, he had a long life. He did. <laughs> Compared yeah. to your Guerreros and your Ben Walls and all, that guy was a fucking dinosaur. He didn't murder any of his uh, yeah, he went out where, Yeah, he went out without taking anyone with him. Was, was, it, um, was it Luger, Lex Luger as well? Did he take somebody with him when he went? Uh, Macho Man, is Macho Man dead? Yeah, he dro- drove his car into a tree. Oh, okay. See, the, the, the tree got it. Poor tree. I'm sure there's some hippie out there weeping somewhere when they hear that. Um, yeah, yeah cr- uh, we're close on the eight-year anniversary of Benoit's death, June 24th. Oh, we are very close. Benoit's death and murder. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, murder, suicide, or whatever it was. Well, how did he die? Uh, he hung himself. He hung himself. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember? I I, I doubt there's any truth, but people were saying that. The kid had a broken neck or something, and people were trying to make out that he had actually. You came off the top rope. No, he had cross faced the kid. Yeah, it sounds good. It fucking sounds horrific. Like actually cross facing your child and you break their neck. Yeah, and Lex Luger's not dead. Lex Luger's not dead. No. Was he then? He was definitely in a house with somebody who was dead or found dead, and possibly with Macho Man's old squeeze. What was her name? Elizabeth or something? Yes. Uh, very possible. That sounds familiar to me now. Uh, yeah, Miss Elizabeth, Lex Luger, it was, no, Luger, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, Luger. And um, somebody, possibly British Bulldog? <laughs> weird big brother of death with wrestling. <laughs> no, but no, no, there, there, was, there was three of them in a house or something like that, and somebody died. Again, I'm assuming drug-related or whatever. No, it's wrestlers, it has to be drug-related. 
How is Jake the Snake still breathing? Or is he? He is. Okay. DDP yoga. Oh, that's <laughs> right. DDP stepped in. He did. That's right. He got no, DDP'd. No, Luger seems to be okay. Yeah, but was there anything about controversy or being tied up with no, something? Or? No, nothing that I can see. Huh. I can, Maybe I'll look into this further afterwards. There was definitely... Um, he, he slapped her around, but <laughs> he didn't kill her. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah but that's just wrestling saying hello. <laughs> you know, these people live off different rules. You have to understand that. Um, yeah, but the old Reaper, he, yeah, he was... Oh, he, she died in his gaff of she OD'd in ah, his house. There you go. I knew there was something weird going on. Was there somebody else there as well? Uh, Luger was charged with 14 drug possession counts. Uh, Elizabeth's death was real accidental. And he was given a thousand pound fine and five years probation. Okay, <laughs> I thought I got off. I thought for some reason there was somebody else there as well. But anyway, um, yeah, the, the Reaper man, he has been busy this week because he also took, uh, along with Dusty Rhodes, he took uh, Fagan. American Dream. I don't care about Fagan. Okay. Move on. <laughs> I don't care about the American Dream. Um, yeah, you don't care about American American I mean, polka dots. Pe- people were talking about this guy, but I couldn't tell you anything else he done. But Ron Moody, all I'd know him as was Fagan from Oliver. But um, having never... He was in EastEnders. Was he? Yes. No way. Well, I don't know as who or okay, what I was going to say, yeah. Right, okay. Um, and then you had Christopher Lee, who, I mean, like, it's, there's no shock horror there. No. The dude Breaking like, news, 93-year-old man does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it's not only like saying a 93-year-old man, but a 93-year-old man of his generation shouldn't have made it past 63. Yeah, a, a guy who he was involved in some sort of... Uh, he never really spoke of it. He was involved in the Second World War on the spy side of it. Touched a James Bond about him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. I listened to the Empire podcast the other day and they mentioned it. Oh, cool. Yeah, because I mean, obviously most famous as Dracula. That was like his breakout shit. And then, obviously the Lord of the Rings threw him back into the forefront. And then, um, he was in Sleepy Hollow as well. One of my, it's in my, okay. fucking my list of that. movies to watch. Um, now it's a bit part albeit right at the very start he's the guy who sends Johnny Depp uh, Ichabod's cr- Ichabod Crane if you will to Sleepy Hollow to Sleepy Hollow um, he's like a judge in it and he also does, oh Star Wars Count Dooku yes. in Star Wars that's right I think it was Count Dooku wasn't it was that his name possibly I think, I think so. so but yeah no I mean he was in one of the James Bonds at one stage oh he was he was a villain I believe in yes. one of them yeah of course he was yeah yeah true enough the man with the golden gun okay um yeah, I mean, I liked him and stuff, but I mean, again, you know, you're not going to see any shocked look on my face. I mean, so much so that I actually had him on my Deadpool list last year. And only what I thought, there was a, there was a touch of cheating about having him on the list. Yeah, there was a touch of cheating about having him on the list because he was bound to go. So I took him off this year in place of, I think it was Robert Downey Jr. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, no shocked look on my face. We're looking through his IMDb and we're going through all the films. Uh, how many films on, on his list oh the years he's got it's I'm going to say 160 uh, you're low 206 wow okay mm. I was going to say 200 and I said no mate that's a bit high I'll come down and be a bit more conservative um, it's also in the, the Wicker Man which is they, a good film do they list any of his albums <laughs> <laughs> of course they do fuck me you, I don't know how we got talking about this but a while back you had me listening to some Christopher Lee singing the little drummer boy boom <laughs> Fucking terrible. Um, Way. Why was he terrible. doing it? Because he could. Yeah, because he's Christopher Lee, and you gotta imagine he's got Christopher Lee money. It's mm. like, I mean, all those years in showbiz and kind of low key lifestyle and his spy checks probably still coming in and what have you. 
He's a step cousin of Ian Fleming, the James Bond dude. Oh, okay. Well, that makes him nobody, really. I don't know. You know, you're talking about family in England, step brothers and sisters. I mean, how many of them do you have? About 50 each. This was back before the Jeremy Kyle generation. Yeah, maybe so, yeah. So maybe there was just one remarrying. Yeah, you you gained one step brother or sister or something. Um... Right. Uh, oh yeah, there was uh, another. The, uh, the the Reaper was has been fucking legging it around left, right, and centre. There was that chick, um, Catherine Chappelle, is her name. She was a Game of Thrones editor. Oh yeah. Uh, the Reaper came for her. The Reaper fancied a holiday. In the form of. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he came in the form of a fucking a big cat and this dopey bitch. Like you know, I, I believe she was all about the conservation of animals and yada yada yada. I'd be more about the conservation of myself when I'm fucking mere feet away. By all accounts. This cat was uh, was a lion fucking bit her on the neck or something. But she had the fucking window down in the car and the lion was only feet away. And I mean, what, can you not photograph through glass? No, you cannot. Like, fucking hell. Like, uh, you, think, you would imagine that somebody who's into the conservation of certain animals would understand. Would <laughs> like, lion, a lion being a lion is going to bite shit. It's yeah, going to eventually. eat shit. Like it's a, it's inevitable. Like it doesn't care that you're there to help it. It doesn't see a difference between friend and foe. No, it sees a meal. Food. That's all. That, that one's sitting behind glass. That one's not. Yeah, I'll go for the one that's not. You know, although do you think a lion can even comprehend what glass is? I doubt it. But I mean, but he's still sure. Why not? I got to I got to think that those things could come true. The fucking window of a car if they wanted it anyway. If he really wanted to. I or mean, the, if a weak-ass yeah, zombie slapping at a window can break it, yeah. a fucking the, lion can. As we, the, I think whoever found out the, the bars of a zoo as well, as long as there's some water, all the lions, tigers and bears escape from the zoo. Oh, this, where was that? Yeah, you, you lost me there saying, I'm going to go, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, where was that? It was like um, Eastern Europe or something? Yes, Georgia. Georgia, that's right, yeah. Zoo animals escape as flood kills 12 in Georgia. Yeah, zero animal escapes, water kills 12. Yes. Animals killed, nobody. It just goes to show that, you know, they're not dangerous unless they're hungry. Yeah. And they will be getting hungry unless the those people put them back. Are we talking, like, swept away tsunamis and these animals got out? Or are we talking about just flood to the point of where collapsing fences, Jurassic Park style? Or yeah, possibly. Like, because... You know, how does, okay, one enclosure, two enclosures, but, you know, multiple animals, I believe there's a right array of fucking, they're heading for Noah's Ark. It could be the the Savannah Plains style, one fence is gone and lions, tigers and bears come out. Six animals in it, yeah. They get a key and one of them sounds like Chris Chris Rock and (laughs) they're opening gates. Yeah, and and then there's a couple of penguins that are following them about, yeah. Jeez, think about that, there could be a movie in that. There is. Or we'll, tree. <laughs> we'll add that into the the rock and Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and we, we we we're getting our plot together here for this. Ship it off to sci-fi. Gonna get Ari Gold. He's going to be over for a premiere or something like that. Pretty sure he's a real person. We're gonna get Ari Gold to to, to rep us and, and and get it out there. Ari, because he you know if Ari's too busy or Lloyd. I think we gotta go talk to Turtle first. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah. So the Reaper doing his shit. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, come here. Back to back to the film. Yeah. Are you watching oh, really? it? Really? Are you vetoing it? Oh, uh, I don't know. What do you reckon? I got to think there's something worse in there, but I got to think there's really? possibly. Uh, oh, go on. So you, you've, you've been saying that about. I know I have, haven't I? 
Because like, how, how bad are things are going to get from Grease 2 But you know to what's John happening Cena is I'm all gun shy now. It's like I'm about to get punched in the face by so many bad films that I'm gun shy now. I'm kind of afraid of the next big bad one that's coming that I'm afraid that if I use it now that there will be something else that will come out where I'll go, oh no, I should have kept it for that. Like, I mean. Yeah, but then you come to the end of the year and it's gone and. Yeah. Um, like this film, like, doesn't sound great, but it doesn't sound terrible. Oh, come on, it does. <laughs> okay, it does. You're always trying to bully me into using my veto. Um, no, we'll stick like, with uh, it, fuck it. This has got to be on the same level as Craddy Kid. Right, i tell you what we'll do, right? There's, there's a guy I get my shit off online. I'm going to think one quick search. If he has the film, we're watching it. If he doesn't, we're not, okay? okay. It's, a, it's, it's a virtual flip of a coin. Okay. What's the result? It's a, ve- it's a veto. <laughs> not there. It's not there. So safe <laughs> to say that, that if it's not, if this guy ain't got it, it's probably not worth fucking watching because he's got a lot of good shit. So shake that bitch up. <laughs> Here we go. Ah, you'll be happy. Ah, okay, yes. Night of the Living Dead. Oh, nice. Which there one? You go. I assume the original. Because there's no. It just says Night of the Living Dead. Okay. I'm going to go with the original. Old school, old school, black yeah, and white. Black and white. Titted board walking around. Shark Barbara. I'm coming to get you, Barbara. What was that? 60. 68, 69. Was that late? I just said a bit earlier than that, maybe. I could be completely wrong. I'll do it. I shall let you grab that up. Your computer seems to be working faster than mine today. Yeah, I'm glad I beat it now. That, that's much better. 68. 68, okay, cool. George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. First black guy lead in a film, apparently. This. Uh, they still killed him at the end, though. Of course they did. <laughs> a couple of good old boys came in. It's a yeah. nigger! Must be a zombie! <laughs> Just fucking get him. Put one between his eyes. But, uh, excellent. That's grand. Yeah, I'm happy with that now. I'm glad I vetoed. Right. Um, if I was to give you, like, a description of a superhero... I'm going to describe a superhero. I want you to tell me the superhero that comes to mind, okay? Clad in combat trousers and a muscle top. The Rock. Um, da, 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 hang on. About six foot tall, dressed in black combat style trousers and a tight muscle top and wearing a black bandana mask. Daredevil? Yes. Um, that's that's yeah. what I came to my mind. I think the news here has uh they've missed they've missed their pop culture reference here. They're calling him the Bromley Batman. <laughs> I'm down here, Batman. No cape, no cowl, no ears. I see Daredevil. Uh, yeah, especially new new Daredevil. Before he got a suit. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, exactly. But uh, yeah, South London. Uh, Bromley apparently is in South London. Uh, South London has its own mass vigilante dubbed by the local media as the Bromley Batman. The Evening Standard reports the suburban dark night. Suburban dark night, I love it. The suburban dark night. You're bombing across the two story gaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I often think about that with Spider Man. If he has to come out to a suburb, he's fucking. He's just t- cheesing t- it down the road. Yeah, just running and like waving taxis and shit. Um, clad in combat trousers and a muscle top made his presence known late Monday in Bromley where he rescued a city worker from an apparent gang of knife-wielding quote-unquote fell-mounted tugs who demanded his phone and wallet. 
I thought I was quite literally done for, the would-be victim told a newspaper. Then, out of nowhere, a man about six foot tall, dressed in black combat-style trousers and a tight muscle top, and wearing a black bandana mask, came running towards them. He kicked the biggest of my attackers to the ground, which which must have... Yeah, exactly, I'm pitching... Kapow, whack! Uh, Which must have knocked the wind out of him. Then he grabbed one of the others and swung him into the other one. And pushed them both into a prickly hedge. They were both screaming in pain. <laughs> like the, this is priceless. This is, it's more like fucking Rodney and Del Boys, Batman, than fucking uh, the, 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 the Simpsons when Bart's hanging out with Ralph and he hides in the, the, the bush. Um, it, it goes on to say, uh, that, uh, where are we at, sorry, yeah. that definitely sounds like Batman. Even without the signature cape, cowl, and utility belt. Six foot tall, appearing out of nowhere, punches first, asks questions later. Now, before you go thinking this was simply some random masked good Samaritan, know this, the Dark Knight has struck again and again. And again. Again and again and again. (laughs) The Evening Standard offers two more breathless accounts of the capeless crusader in action. This is brilliant. This is puntastic. Um, One dating back nearly four months when a mugger grabbed a woman's handbag only to be literally tripped up by a man who stepped out of the darkness. He is the the knight after all. Uh, The woman recalled a deep-voiced man uh, whose well-groomed beard was visible, despite his covered face. He gave me... Here, this is the quote. Is he a hipster man? Yeah, he's a hipster man, a little tash curl now. Um, Check this out as a quote. Gave me back my bag and told me something along the lines of, make sure this doesn't happen again. (laughs) Honestly, that's kind of a dickish thing to say, but again, sounds like Batman. (laughs) Another witness recounted seeing two drunken men punching and kicking a third only to be interrupted by the appearance of a masked figure dressed in black. He grabbed one of them, attacking him, and put some kind of ninja lock on him. <laughs> ninja lock. Yeah. <laughs> he, pushed, he pushed him while twisting the geezer's arm into the other fella. The, oh, you got a geezer? Yeah, yeah, this is obviously a quote. The geezer getting beaten up ran like a nutter, and with both of the fellas on the floor, the masked geezer scarpered quickly away himself. But this dude could be in werewolves and strippers and... That crappy film. Yeah. Although the police con, uh, although the police contend they've received no reports of a crime-fighting vigilante in South London, the Evening Standard is asking for any tips about his nighttime activities. In the meantime, watch the skies for the Bromley bat signal. That's just brilliant. Like I'm amazed though because I was thinking about this then. You know the way like you got these dudes in Dallas armor up their car and go shooting up a police station. Yes. You've got this guy. Do you remember the? The fucking the killer guy walked into the cinema and shot up the yes. I think it was a screening of Batman or something like that. He's on trial at the moment. Is he? Okay. Well, I mean, there's no doubt that the world and well, America generally more more often than not does breed crazy people. Yes. But why are these crazy people not doing this? Like, why aren't they going crazy in the way of I'm gonna pull on a mask? And run around beating up these fucking scrotes hanging down at the bottom of the road, threatening people getting off the bus. You know, there's been enough people killed. Surely some of them had kids. Why are those kids not now Batman? Like, I can't fathom why the crazy always leans to the dark side, you know, to, to get all fucking Lucasy. I don't know. But I, 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 the dark side is better. Because I think that, I, like, it's I love hearing shit like that. Now, no doubt this guy's going to be found <laughs> in a dumpster some night. I mean, fucking stabbed, like, pretty much Big like Daredevil. Gang. <laughs> but, but Rosario Dawson ain't coming to stitch him up. No. Bromley Rosario Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Some tootless, bored hipster. Well, you know, South London, I'm not sure what part of London is the hipster capital. 
I think of well, whatever place that retarded cereals, the cereal killer is. bar thing. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a place called Brick Lane. Again, I don't well, know where that puts that's it. That's got to be hipster central. With that sort of idiotic behaviour. Yeah, that's going to get flakes. Hell, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, idiots are the ones coming yeah, oh, in. The geniuses are the guys that open it. Selling breakfast cereal? Come on, man, that's fucking overpriced breakfast cereal for idiots. Genius. Yeah, but it's fucking smart it is. That is fuck. It was like they set up a pop-up stand there a while back in town. I think it was for charity. And I said to myself, Do you know what? That's actually a great idea. And they were doing crisp sandwiches. Who doesn't love a crisp sandwich? Me. Come on, you don't like a crisp no. sandwich. That that one bread and butter through me crisps. Yeah, <laughs> potato <laughs> on bread. Erlingus yeah. er- are doing that now. Four quid. There you go. You see it. Bread, butter, and a packet of potato. Fucking smart they are because it's a good idea. It's comfort food. It's stupid, simple comfort food. Like I don't want the idiot beside me on a plane making himself a crisp sandwich on the little table. I don't give a shit. It's but I'm back to the cereal killer guys. I mean, yeah, I don't want somebody beside me on the plane eating cereal with their feet up under the seat in front of them. Yeah, but I mean, when you've got like you know fucking somebody what. what Gimp borders like the lasagna or something on the plane, and it's hot, smelly, fucking preheated lasagna sitting beside you. Go for the Mickey D's before you get on. Jeez, now it's sooner eat the fucking they eat the pillow they give you on the plane than eat a McDonald's. So do I. Yeah, but I just think I think the plane is not a place you go for. It's not a restaurant. You don't go to, on the plane to eat food. Yeah, but if you're on a plane for four hours or something like that, you get yeah, hungry. That's not long. Fuck it. It's long enough for to get hungry. Plus, there is just that. Uh, it's it's no different than going to the cinema. It's hard to fathom going to the cinema and not eating something. Whether it's just a packet of popcorn, a fucking banana, or a fucking nachos with cheese and salsa. And, and a, a large popcorn, like the three seats around you covering your food. Yeah, but like there's certain scenarios where are just synonymous with having drink or having food and yeah, I think the plane is not one no, of them I, 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 I beg to differ uh, the bus I'll give you is not one of them the train borderline depends on how far you're going the dart no the fucking intercity thing or whatever whatever way you call no, it in this country like <laughs> three or four hours and you're at the other side of the country on a train yeah um, you're allowed to eat crisp sandwiches on planes no yes you are um, but it is I thought it was genius but anyway yeah this, this dude turning around London doing his shit I think that's great because I want to see somebody in especially the north side of Dublin turning around battering junkies because I always loved I was never I never read the books but I would have been a fan of the animated series of the turtles but I always really did I had this great affinity for the character of Casey Jones I don't know if you remember him yes like there was just something about this dude running around with a satchel full of fucking hockey sticks and baseball bats and all all non-lethal weapons to a to a degree hit somebody enough with them and they're lethal I'll get you a bag of hurls but uh, yeah yeah, that's what I want to see the the South Dublin or well uh, the, no probably the South Dublin would be fucking rugby balls at you or something yeah. Yeah, the, the Dublin uh, fucking Batman and he'd turn around Turn around the Dublin the, Dark Knight. There you go. I've got turn around Talbot Street and those areas. Yeah, it's not hard. You wouldn't have to go far. Yeah, you wouldn't have to go far to do it. You just walk around hitting every second person. It's like I can never fathom how, like, somebody the who hasn't Dublin. been wronged by a junkie or something hasn't tainted a bag of heroin and just fucking left it in the lap of some passed out junkie. And he wakes up and finds it and goes, Oh, lovely. You know, there you go. Job done. It's got to be easy. Like, just give out a lot of fucking free heroin, tainted with whatever the fuck is going to kill these bastards. They're nothing, apparently. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're like cockroaches. Yeah, it's not. It is like the night of the living dead. Yeah, it's or Mad Max. Around. All that's left is junkies and leather, because apparently that's all that survives an apocalypse. And guitars now. Yes, guitars and bungee cords apparently as well. Yeah, but that's the the Bromley Batman. Speaking of superheroes, oh. 
Dave Grohl. He's a superhero now? He is indeed. How so? He falls off the stage, <laughs> continues singing. He's not very super. <laughs> Unless he's Matt Murdock. He fucking thought he was walking down the street. No, the continuing singing part is super. Yeah, I thought that that was cool. I, most, you say, pop stars, musicians, be off crying and... <laughs> Bar Jedward, they're too stupid to stop. Did you ever see that footage of one of them falling off the stage? No, don't watch anything. No, I'll watch, no, I will watch Jedward falling off a stage. And he just comes back up like nothing happened. Still stupidly fucking happy head on him. Yeah, I heard this about Grohl. Broke his leg and then sat there playing. That's yeah. pretty cool. It is. Because um, remember, we went to... We, we headed over for a bit of a road trip or air trip, if you will, um, to Birmingham to see Rise Against. And then we found out that the following night in Manchester that Alkaline Trio were playing so we said fuck it we'll stay on take a train down to Manchester meet up with our good buddy Trip, go see Alkaline Trio only to get to the door of the venue to find out that one of the lads had broke his leg and the gig was cancelled and I'm like unless it's the drummer you have no fucking business cancelling your gigs because you broke your leg That's but then we found out that a new theory was he's a He's a fucking junkie. Yeah, yeah. Then when <laughs> he we was did, out of his bean and just couldn't make the play. Yeah, when we got to, when we did get to see them down a couple of years later, it was good job we'd seen them before and knew that they could be good because they, it was fucking the gig was terrible. Yeah, man, is it Matt? Is his name? I Matt. think was off his fucking face and not just drunk. He was clearly yeah, off his ridiculous. Tits he was. I think he fell off the stage at one point as well, walking out the back way. You know, there's a few steps. I think he took a spill. Hopefully. I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. I, I think I do recall him taking a bit of a fucking tumble. But well, the Foo um, Fighters have cancelled two upcoming gigs. Okay. At festivals, so not really Foo Fighters gigs. Yeah. They can live without them. Yeah, but fair play to them playing on. I, I, t- I'm not sure who it was. I seen some footage just saying about concerts. I seen some footage, and um, there was some guy kind of crowd walking. He was obviously the lead singer, and people are like holding him up, and somebody fucks a beer. Did you see this? No. Oh, okay. Hang on. Did he catch it? Cool your jets. Oh, he does. Like a fucking boss. Walks. Catches calls it, it. Drinks it. Fucks the empty cup over his shoulder and keeps going. Walking across the heads of many. Hang on. Okay, the guy's name is John Coffey. Um, at Pink Pop Festival. Uh, I mean, it says it all when you type into YouTube, catches beer like a boss, and you will find the clip. So here we go. Check out the slow-mo. Now that's how you take a drink. It is. That's impressive. That was fucking. It's a fine isn't catch. it? It's just. It's perfect. <laughs> the fact that he doesn't flinch. He doesn't. He like. He's literally. He's walking on the heads of people. Looks. Glances to his left. Sees this projectile. Catches it, acknowledges that it's a beverage, drinks it down, and just fucks the empty cup over his shoulder. Damn, that was pissed. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> pissed in a cup. Who throws a cup of piss? Honestly, people. <laughs> yeah, I just thought when I seen that, because from the back, he kind of looks a bit like growl ish, like the long hair and whatnot. But John Coffey, whoever he is, uh, Dutch singer, by all accounts. Um, yeah, I just thought that, that was funny. There's something we haven't mentioned and everybody else seems to have, so maybe... John Coffey. Uh, Dort and Stones is a song? No, uh, the film, The Sixth, the, the Green Mile. Okay. That's one of the characters in The Green Mile. Oh, it is. You're right. You're right, John Coffey. That is your man's name. 
Um, yeah, there's is it, is it Hanks or is it the? No, I think it's the dickhead fella. Is it what's his name? Or is it the the guy that's in jail? Yeah, it doesn't matter. But somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's something a lot of people, a lot of podcasts, a lot of broadcasters, magazines, and all have been talking about, and we haven't. But I think maybe we should address this whole fucking debacle of um, Bruce Jenner. Do we have to? Look at, you know, we're the hot topics, aren't we, guys? You know, we, right. fingers on the pulse, not up our asses, as many would assume. Um, what do you make of this? I don't care. I really don't care. If somebody forced an opinion. If, if the Bromley Batman came and twisted your arm like a geezer and said, tell me what you think of Bruce Jenner. The only thing that I care about is don't change his name in the Olympic records. Bruce Jenner won those medals. Why, are they no. talking about that? Now? Yeah. Really? Somebody's talking about oh, it. No, that's bullshit. And there, Bruce Jenner won these things. Because Not whatever he, she's calling yeah, it's, it's, themselves it's, now. It's she now. And I mean, people are having to retract and apologize, like broadcasters and stuff, for, like, you know, a slip of the tongue and saying he and stuff like that. As long as they don't say it, it's fine. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it, yeah, it. Or that thing over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, look at the state of it. But, um,. I mean, this shit of, like, getting the Vanity Fair thing, I mean, it's photoshopped to fucking all, but, like, it's very clearly still a deal. You know, it's, I don't know, is he... As photoshopped as his kids. Yeah, but, I mean, I just think it's a little bit bizarre that people are actually having to apologise and retract statements and all based on saying he. Because, you know, to me that would just be a slip of the tongue because it's no different, let's put it in layman's terms and say, when a pub changes its name, is it ever known as the new name? No. Everybody always refers to the pub as whatever it was beforehand for a period of time until a certain generation that's introduced to you then only know it as the new name and that's what it's called. So Caitlyn Jenner, as uh, she is, is she, is she, is she, is she post-op or is she, do you know? It's a chick with tits and a dick. So he's a female. Terms. I know, well, I mean, well, if you went somebody, to fucking Bangkok, you call it a female. LBG, ABC communities, yeah. get us. <laughs> ABCD, EFG. Um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'd say so. Whatever about, you know, being, you know, this qualify. I think this qualifies as transgender. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know, I, I, I'm getting a little bit confused myself. Once you get past straight and gay, I kind of get a bit confused. But um, I, don't, I don't see the need, though. To as long as. It doesn't bother me, so do what you want. Oh yeah! Oh no, I'm look at. I don't care what you want. But like you were saying, I mean, what George had saying there has that 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 was something that I was talking to this lad uh, in work about the other day, and I was saying about the fact that you know you can't eradicate the records or the the experiences or the timeline of Bruce Jenner. All you can do is bring it up to this point, draw a line in the sand, and say, okay, this is where you know, for all the better terms, this is where Bruce Jenner died and Caitlyn Jenner was born. And from henceforth, you know, if she comes falling out of a club, pissed drunk, that's not Bruce Jenner, it's Caitlyn Jenner, you know, and that's yes. it. It's, it's that simple, but to have to retract and say, oh, sorry, did I say he, I meant she, you know, it's, it's bullshit, it really is. And then getting some fucking award, um, there's some, uh, you know, the Americans... I don't know, the Americans, they love to celebrate mediocrity all the time, but they, they give some fucking heroes and courageous people award and all. And she's getting this award for being courageous. And I'm kind of going, no, the Rock in San Andreas was courageous. She's just letting her hair grow out, or it's probably extensions, got some hormone treatment to grow a set of tits, and is possibly contemplating getting her pecker chopped off. It's not particularly... Apparently not. Apparently uh, she loves chicks. See, this is where I start getting confused then because 
I can understand straight, I can understand gay, I can understand bisexual, but I could understand to a point a tranny, like some fella gets a bit of a kick out pulling on women's clothes, but to go to the point of getting hormonal treatment to actually grow breasts and all, but then still claim that you like women. So are you therefore going to have to find a lesbian or have you to find a straight woman who then wants to be with... Because it's not... No, you technically have to find a bisexual woman then. Because she needs to be attracted to you physically as a woman, but then wants a dick in. Like, or somebody who wants to be on TV. Either or, yeah. That's fucking next season of the Kardashians are keeping up with the, the Jenners or whatever the fuck. But yeah, it, it just has me a bit perplexed that there seems to be a point of contention and people seem to be getting into trouble and having to apologise and all about it. Live and let live. It is what it is. If he, now she... Wants to get hormonal treatment, pull on a dress and walk around and say, call me Caitlin. Okay, how are you, Caitlin? There you are. Like, the dude across the road wants to do the same. Fair enough. Yeah, there's, there's people who are fucking, you know, molesting children, shooting up fucking police stations, beating up tugs in Bromley. Like, there's people doing weird shit all over the place. You know, some of it's right, some of it's wrong. Who are we to judge? Like, if what he, if she, oh, here, there you go. Look, I nearly said he. If what she, apologize, apologize. Yeah, so, oh, you apologize. Oh, I'd like to take this chance to say that on behalf of oh, the Emerald Reprobate. Okay. Um, yeah, like you know, she wants to dress up as a woman. Harman, absolutely nobody have had a horse. And I mean, you got Bruce Jenner money behind this transformation into Caitlyn Jenner. It's easy street, man. There's nothing courageous about it at all. No. Some chick, now chick, was formerly dude who has to go and fucking. Flip burgers in McDonald's or stack shelves in Dunn's stores. I'd argue there's a bit more courage there having to walk into that environment. Or the, I think the chick pretended to be a dude uh, that Hilary Swank played in that film who got killed. Hilary's. Oh, I don't know that. Hilary Swank played a dude in a film? Yeah. To what end? Uh, the chick who wanted to be a guy. Right. And. She dressed as a guy and had a girlfriend and got, I think, beaten to death by a bunch of dudes. Oh, okay. Boys don't cry. Fair enough. That's the name of the film. Never heard of it. Anyway, but yeah, I just, I just said I'd bring it up because an Academy Award for it. Okay, well, you know me, the Academy. We're not exactly chums, shall we say? Um, yeah, I just thought I'd bring it up, given to see what your take on it was. I'd be the same. I'm kind of really couldn't give a shit. It's yeah. it's on my radar because everyone else is talking about it and it's been pushed down your throat and getting the cover of Vanity Fair and getting this award and all, but ultimately, I couldn't give a rat's arse. There's an element of psychiatric imbalance there, I would have to imagine. I'm not saying that all, you know, I'm not painting everybody with the one brush here. I'm not saying all transgender or transvestite or bisexuals or gays and have something wrong with them, but I think... A dude who lives a lie for a certain amount of time and then turns around and comes out so dramatically as, oh no, I want to be a woman and now I'm known as Caitlin. But then on the flip side of that, they're saying, well, no, but I still love women and I want to be with women and all. There's, to me, it reeks a little bit of a screw loose. Yes. Just a smidge. Somebody might want to sit down and get this guy on a couch and evaluate him a little bit. They did, and they figured they could make money, so fire away. Yeah, quite possibly. We're going to put you on TV. Yeah, that is... Um, and there was a guy dressed as a woman last week, not not, not a million miles was he, from here. Was he, uh, 
courageous. He uh, attacked the pigeon club. Ooh, didn't get more courageous than that. Then uh, shot a couple of people, killing one. Oh yeah. Um, am I right in saying that I hear? I don't know how they could say this so soon after, but they were claiming mistaken identity. Yeah, the, the person they wanted to shoot. A different pigeon. Uh, didn't show up with his pigeons. But the person dressed as a woman, I'm here dressed as a woman, I have a gun, I might as well shoot somebody. Okay, because they picked, I, I haven't, see because I'd only catch the news in work, and obviously I haven't been in work since Saturday, so from what I had heard, like that this guy rocks up, blasts your man eight times, hits some cabbie twice, and uh, in the arm or something like that, and then Jesus, but supposedly they had arrested somebody in Mead then, and were holding them in Blanchardstown guard station. So I wonder, had they, has any more came of it or whatever? I don't know. But the pigeons, like who's in charge of the pigeons? What happened to the pigeons? <laughs> no, I just pulled up the article there. There's nothing more on it, nothing more recent. So it does say that they just they arrested somebody and made and were holding them in uh, Blanchetown Guard Station for questioning. So I don't know. Got to be uh, seriously committed to murdering somebody who arrived with a dress and a wig. Yeah, yeah. I imagine well, supposedly he escaped on foot. This guy yeah. strode down Jeez, the road. Pair, pair of high heels. Yeah, scared. couldn't run away too fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like that. You know, Jim's in a little kind of hand down yeah. run like the like you see some girl down and she realizes our bus is there or whatever. Yeah, and it was a weird one, all right. But yeah, the dude that was shot was from Clondalkin. Um, I don't know. Anybody who keeps pigeons is up to no good, if you ask me. <laughs> I've never known anybody. Are you going to talk to Mike Tyson? <laughs> Fuck Mike Tyson. Uh, I said that because he'll never hear this. Um, what you call it? Yeah, no, anybody, I don't know, in your area, did anybody keep pigeons in your area? Uh, I don't. There's a pigeon club okay, yeah, see, not a million miles yeah, well, away. My way, like, it would have been a, a bit of an 80s, early 90s pastime, would have been some lads would have kept pigeons. But I can... I can honestly say none of the people who kept pigeons were the the cream of society, shall we say. No. I'm not going to say that they were all, because I'm just thinking there was one or two families that the kids would have been a little bit wayward, but not anything particularly bad. But I've never known anybody, you know, quote unquote, normal. Like, you know, goes with, like, you know, I've never been in trouble with the law, you know, it's a fucking, they're not out fighting every weekend, all the, you know, the usual scumbaggery. I've never known anybody to not be that way who kept pigeons. So therefore, the fact that this guy's at a pigeon club, by me, by default, he's guilty of something. <laughs> Beyond owning pigeons. Nah. Like, pigeons are definitely not a way to transport illegal goods and things. They are very small ones. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Little capsules of cocaine strapped to their legs and whatnot. Or the containers you hold the pigeons in. Yeah, either or. <laughs> yeah, you're so you're thinking large scale. I'm just I'm just thinking local distribution. You're thinking nationwide. You become a junkie and you get a pigeon. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, sitting on O'Connell Street stroking your pigeon. Dog on a rope and a pigeon. There you go. Instant fucking homeless junkie. Oh gosh. Yeah, um you got anything else? No, no. guys in dresses being courageous and guys in dresses shooting people. No, no, we might as well keep going with the Reaper if you want. Um, two guys overcome by oh, toxic yeah. fumes. Yeah, the, the fucking the gargantuan. The guy came and got them. The guy got them. What was it? <laughs> the guy got them. Whatever. You, the gargantuan. You'd know more about shit demons than I would. Of course I would. Um, yeah, fucking. What was the story behind this? Again, you know, I hear headlines, I hear stuff on the news, and I generally kind of go, eh. A couple of lads working Head on. Heading the sewer. Heading the sewer. 
down with some pipes and got overcome by fumes. Yeah, fumes got one of them. The guy who died fumes in the scene. Fumes of what? Methane or? I don't know. Not a, investigating the thing. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, your level of interest yeah. in anything. <laughs> yeah, we have a couple of dead bodies here. Yeah. Zip them up, lads. <laughs> I got the lunch down there. Something got them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gargantuan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it turns out that these lads, not that it makes a hype or a difference, um, were Robbie Keane's cousins or something like that, like international soccer star, Robbie Keane. Washed up international soccer <laughs> yeah, star, Robbie Keane. Was he ever not <laughs> washed up? He scored a heap of goals. Yeah, he's a hatching bastard, sits on the goal line, I could have scored half the goals he scored. Everyone else does the work, he taps them in. That's my layman's perspective of Robbie, Robbie fucking Keane's career. Then he cheeses it over to the fucking retirement home in the sun. Over the fucking LA Galaxy. Yeah, fair play. Um, yeah, it was a weird one because, I mean, I remember one time coming, I, I worked in, for a recycling company, a recycling company, excuse me, and I was based in this factory and you'd have to come out on the forklift with a fucking load of pallets and shit, stuff that would all to go outside and be sorted for recycling. And there was this like roller door at the edge, bottom of a ramp, like, so the roller door, you'd hit this button, bang, roller door shoots up, out you go, comes back down. And the second I got outside, Jever smelled something so bad that it's like your nostrils actually shut. It's like your body's oh, trying to stop you taking in air. And I'm kind of going, I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that? I was like struggling to actually catch a breath. And it must be, he's got to be 50, 60 yards away from me. Here's one of these dino rod lads with his fucking head down an open manhole. Like he's on, he's ground level, the manhole's gone. And he's like fucking, got his head down there like he's Doing looking push-ups. for the, like he's, Yeah, he like literally looks like he's gonna do some push-ups looking for the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now I'm nearly gagging fucking 50, 60 yards away. And this dude's got his head in there. And you're kind of going like, yeah, but his sense of smell hasn't worked for the last 45 years. This is the thing, right? You know, people will say, you know, you build up a tolerance, you stop smelling. I don't ever want to have that as a quality in my life that I can't smell raw sewerage. That's nothing that's ever going to benefit my life. Though. Yeah, Mick over there is fucking deadly. Honestly, he was thinking about a fucking barrel of raw sewerage under his nose. Wouldn't even flinch. He'd still eat his dinner. Like, that's nothing that anybody wants to be able to do. No. And I have to assume that that's a similar scenario with these guys, that obviously the initial smell of whatever the fuck was giving off those fumes wasn't or enough to deter them. Maybe fucking. there was no smell. Yeah, it could have been monoxide, carbon monoxide or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, they arsed up. They arsed up, fucking with the now belly up and another notch two more for the Reaper. Yes. Fucking that boy was busy, let me tell you. He was. It was a good fuck, week. You know, we, a lot of people on our radar now that he was that he was doing. Not that he's any less busy any other week, but he, a lot of people that we heard about. Anyway, we'll let him tell. Ho- hopefully, we're far down his yes. list. He's got another pot or two. We've only got these microphones set up for fuck's sake. Don't take us now. If we uh, talk about him, he'll stay away. Yeah. Yeah, we're giving him good publicity yes. here. It's like Final Destination. He was just about to fucking wrap that USB cable around my neck. And he was like, hang on, wait, they're talking about me. Let me sit this one out. Let me hear what they got to say. Right, so we leave it there. Might as well. Might as well as right. Okay, for me, the sultry sounds of Derek. Goodbye. And for me, James. Farewell. Jog on. <laughs>